My name's Brad Brown, you tuned in to SAFM, it's the PSL radio show, Sekon Jalo, and we're in a bit of a, a break from the PSL this week, obviously with the international coming up this weekend, and we wanted to chat about the roles of females uh, in the PSL and around the PSL, and uh, in particular about referees and female referees. Joining us now, former player, former Bufana Bufana player, Sean Bartlett, Sean, welcome on to the show, nice to chat again, are you well? Yeah, all good. Uh, thanks once again for having me on your show. Sean, it's, a, it's an interesting debate. Obviously, we, we're trying to get uh, the PSL on to, to comment. We, we're struggling to get comment from them. But from a, a, a former player's perspective, as far as refereeing going, obviously there's, it's quite a, quite a difficult position to have on the field. Would, are you comfortable? I mean, would you have been comfortable playing with, with female referees? Well, I can recall uh, playing for Kaiser Chiefs. Um, I think we had a game in, in Port Elizabeth and you're talking about 2006, 2007, and there was a female uh, referee. And and those times, obviously, maybe they were just testing it. Um, but since then, we haven't seen many uh, come through, uh, if you want to put it that way, through the ranks and, and actually ref um, PSL games. So maybe it's something the PSL is reconsidering. But, you know, in this modern day of, of life, uh, when we talk about equality and giving females more opportunities, uh, I would have assumed that they would have actually put more focus and emphasize on it. And, and my my point of view is that they shouldn't just appoint a female referee for the sake of because she's a woman, but they need to actually equip uh, these uh, referees uh, with the tools in order to handle situations because, like you said, the referee does become the, the main uh, focus point in any game as far as decision is concerned, and they, will be, they need to be able to handle it mentally as well. Sean, do you think it's a case of, of Safa just not having the will to do it, or, or there's not female referees who are, are wanting to make the step up in ref PSL games? Yeah, I think it could be a bit of both. Um, obviously, Safa need to implement plans uh, according to what they have at their disposal, and maybe there's not enough uh, female referees uh, out there that want to get to the highest level. Uh, I would like to know and hear from, obviously, female referees that, that would like to achieve that goal, and maybe put some pressure on, on Sarfa to, to start implementing um, and, and, and introducing them to the highest level as well. If you look at someone like Vera Pau, who's, who's just doing amazing things with yeah. Banyana Banyana, I mean, she is a fantastic coach. Uh, I mean, how long do you think we, it'll take before we see female coaches in the PSL? Well, I think, you know, like I keep saying, it all comes down to having the qualifications needed, having the knowledge that's needed in order to, to handle situations like that. And, and you know... Even if you talk about female owners, I'm, I'm working for a female owner. You're talking about people that have been pioneering football in this country. Um, I think uh, there's been quite a few ladies that have been the, the front runners as far as that's concerned. So, and, and you would obviously hope also that some of these people would help uh, in, in order to introduce more females into the game and into the, the sort of high levels that you need. So hopefully uh, uh, I think uh, Natasha will be one of those people one of those people obviously looking to do that. And just uh, off the subject slightly, for you from a personal perspective, you're obviously down in Durban coaching. Uh, how's, how's things going down there, Sean? Well, we started the season very well. Um, we played six games uh, thus far. We've won three and drawn three. Uh, two points off the top. Uh, still unbeaten. Still haven't conceded a goal. So it's actually started a lot better than what I expected. Um, it's a very difficult league, uh, the first division. Uh, we have not played in this league for more than 14 years, 
uh, and obviously we adapted very, very well and very quickly. So we just need to keep pushing. 24 games to go, and uh, my goal is to get automatic promotion back to the PSL. It, it, it must be quite interesting being a former player now on the opposite end in, in the coaching role. What, what's harder, Sean, playing or, or being being in, in charge of a team? Yeah, if you talk about South African terms, uh, it's definitely harder being a coach. Um, I think uh, the fact that you might find a two or three year contract, it's got it's got no means or no bearing because you can be fired in two months. You know? um, and also as a coach, you've got to take care of 40 people that are playing, you just worry about yourself. So uh, coaching is definitely a lot harder. It's a different mentality. You have to adapt and make that transition very quickly in order to get success. It must be quite difficult to you. You're obviously very competitive to be able to play at the level of football that you did for as long as you did. You, you have to be a competitive individual. It must be difficult standing on the sideline knowing exactly what you want your players to do, but not actually yeah. being able to influence and, and do it on the field. Yeah, I think that's probably the most frustrating part for me as a coach, um, sitting on the bench and you see if there's certain things happening in the game. And uh, sort of one disappointment for me over the last six games with my team specifically is we haven't been scoring that many goals. Um, we've only scored three goals in six games. So there's plenty of times where I'm looking to actually put my boots on myself just to get the ball in the net. <laughs> and it can be very frustrating, but you've just got to endure and, and pretty much yeah, have faith in your players and, and keep teaching them. Do we, do we see a player manager role in the future? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the problem is my, 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 my brain is saying all good to go, but the left is saying no time. <laughs> Fantastic. Sean, looking ahead to this weekend, Bafana, Bafana, just to wrap things up, uh, you, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned Banyano obviously been doing really well over the last few years, but Bafana showing promising signs. Yeah, I know it's been very encouraging. I think uh, the first two games, obviously, going to Sudan and getting a, a win, coming back, playing against the uh, superpower of Nigeria, getting a draw. But it's going to be a difficult task going to uh, Congo. Um, unfortunately, I was part of that uh, squad that went there in uh, 96 uh, before we had to qualify for 98 World Cup. And it wasn't a very pleasant experience. But uh, fortunately for us, we came back and we beat them in South Africa to qualify for the World Cup. It's going to be a difficult uh, circumstances uh, in point now uh, for the team. And hopefully the boys will be up to it mentally uh, as far as getting the result concerned. Do you think the reception is going to be as hostile as it was when you were there? Uh, you know, possibly. I think there's going to be a lot of things uh, that will be uh, quite difficult for Bafana Bafana. I remember us not being allowed to go on the field to train. Uh, you go to a trial, there's no food. So they're going to make it as difficult as possible for, for the players, but um, hopefully Shakes will have prepared them uh, for things like that. Sean Bartlett, as always, great uh, chatting. Thank you for your time this evening and all the best for the rest of your season with Colton Harris. Thank you very much, and I do appreciate it. Cheers. CSL Radio Show. Let's go, Charles.